Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Well, hello again and welcome to the show. It's called Talking Real Money because it's about your money and we talk about it. And it's really important. We also talk about the real aspects of money, like real investing, as opposed to the stuff that passes as investing. That's like speculating and gambling and playing with money. This is this. We're, we're talking serious stuff here. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. You're out there listening. We're glad you are. You can call us anytime at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Now, some of you know U.S. stocks had another tremendous year in 2019. I think the Standard & Poor's 500 was up a shade under 30. And we've had a tremendous decade of growth with U.S. stocks, right? I mean, it's been pretty much year after year other than the year before last of gains since the 2008 crisis. But what you might not know is, and some of you will remember this, going back to the late 1980s, the Japanese market, the Nikkei, was going up and up and up. And you may remember the Japanese were buying things in the United States, yeah. like golf courses, and the Japanese style of management was being used. You know, all it was all about Japan then, right? We were done. We, we were, were done. It was over. The U.S. Was. was done. Yeah. And so you took your money and you said, you know, I'm going to put a bunch of it in Japan because it looks like the future. Well, it's the best place. It's the best place. And you know what? Since nights, for those of you who say it's all about the United States right now, I say go back and look at Japan. Do you know since 1990, that sounds like 30 years ago, 1990, the Nikkei. Wait. 2010. You know, you yeah, it's people, 30 years ago. You ask people, have you made anything in the Nikkei? Oh, yeah, about broke even. No. You're down 40 percent in 30 years now think about japanese investors about 90 percent of the money they invest is in japan about 85 percent of the money invested in the united states is invested in the united states and everybody wants to say that's all about the future in the united states nowhere else by the way very interesting piece in the wall street journal looking at this comparing demographics now japan's uh, very much older place than the United States, but but U.S. is now 61st in the world in terms of age, and we're getting older. And productivity, which went way up in the early 2000s, is slowed dramatically the last six or seven years in the United States, et cetera. You're sounding et cetera, awful gloomy. Well, here I, I'm not trying to be gloomy, but I'm trying You're to be honest. No, it's depressing me. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Here's the I'm thing. done. I'm leaving. I can't <laughs> take this when in. You it's come, bad enough. When you come what? to my office and you tell me, I don't invest in those international stocks because <laughs> I've made a lot of money investing in the United States for the last 10 years, I'm going to agree with you. And then mm -hmm. I'm going to say, think about the longer haul. Will the United States always lead the way? I have no idea and neither do you by the way i love to bring up the 2000s i, I I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll keep it even earlier if you if you invested so, and and people when they talk about investing in the u.s they're always like well the s&p 500 eh, isn't the whole u.s market but it's what but, everybody talks yep. about if you invested in the standard and poor's 500 on january 1st 2000 and you hung in there until December 31st, 2009. How do you think you did over that 10-year period? How did you do? How much money did you make? You actually None. lost money in 10 you years. You lost 12% yeah. total decade. over that 
12 years. This is why we believe in diversification. Unless you, now you may, maybe you do, if you have a fully functional crystal ball and congratulations on having the only one, then, you know, maybe you can predict the future oh, accurately. No, no, no. But I have one, and it says the future is always uncertain. That so is the correct one, by functions, the way. Yours is accurate. Yours is accurate. <laughs> Finally. Anyway, it is. And, you know, and so. I got to tell you, I ordered some food from Payway the other day, uh -huh. and the guy brought a bunch of fortune cookies. Yeah. And, what and I went through every one of them trying to find a stock forecast. Could not find a one. That's too bad because there's a but lot out there. The on the, you ate the cookies. There's a lot out there I on the, the internet. <laughs> there are, of course. And oh, they drive me absolutely so up be the flipping tree. Globally diversified. That's the message. Absolutely. That's the message. Now, should be. now I do. But I, I was going to go to the phones, but not yet. Okay. Because I do have to call you on something. Mm. Because you did that thing that a lot of people do when they're using statistics to make a point. If you bought into the Nikkei in the 80s yes, and held it to today, yeah. you would have broken even. Okay. There's a period over which you would have. See, you're using that argument. If you bought at the peak in 29. No, no, no. What I, but what I'm trying to say is there was every reason to buy it in 1989. 1990, really. The last day of the year in 1989 is when it peaked. But the point is, and if and you're old enough to remember, it was all about Japan. They were running. Well, let's not talk about me being old. Okay, no, sorry. We're all I, old. No. Us. I'll throw myself into that, too. The point is, it was all about Japan. You had to be invested there, and it didn't turn out from that point forward. You're right. Yeah, Two years prior, right. it might have been different. And so the reality is, if you can't predict the future, you need to invest as if you can't predict the future. Then you stand a decent chance of success. Give us a call. Figure out how at 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you need a little help with your investments? Set up a free, no-obligation appointment with one of our advisors at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Once again, here is a number that you need to know because you never know when you need some financial help that isn't trying to rip you off. 855-935-8255. The last part spells talk, making it easy to remember. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week even. And let's go talk to Vicky. Hey, Vicky, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey. Hey. Hey, Vicky. What's up? Hey, I've got a question about um, Social Security. I'm going to be 60 next month, and um, one of my friends had told me that I could collect on my husband's um, Social Security when I turned 60. He passed away in 2000, well, four years ago. So um, I just wanted to know how all that worked. I, knew, I know that I can only make a certain amount of money. Per year, if I do this, like I collect a percentage of his uh, when I turn 60. Is that correct? So a spousal benefit. Whoa, we got a little, little noise there. Yeah. there. Um, you know, this is one of the, <laughs> among the 2,000 rules of Social Security. I yeah, there, there's the a, answer is I'm not sure. Wait, wait, wait. There, there is a survivor benefit. Yeah, okay. 
but you can collect survivor benefits before 60. But I, this yeah, is where I'm not. I don't know, I'm when I called them on that, they told me no, that there was. Oh. But the only thing that I got was a one-time payment of like $255. Now, your you can you can get his benefits, but that's when you reach full retirement age. Um, you can get benefits that the See, this is what's conf- Oh, that's right. That you have to have a child to you to get the survivor benefits and unless you had a, a child you didn't have a child well, a I'm younger not, child at that no yeah yeah no yeah. children well i do but they're old and then no, I, um, I, if i was disabled evidently i could have too but. yeah i don't know anything about the rule at age 60 uh, that I, one i'm unfamiliar I, with. I have not heard of a 60 rule um does mitch know because i haven't heard of it oh you mean uh, brian? Does, is he paying any attention to us He's or brian is it brian today bring him in here Let's see what he knows. He's shaking his head like. Oh knows. yes, you can. Hold on, I just so found is that it. Legit? Hold on. It's sixty or older. Widow benefit. It's a, yeah. And what is she you get between to? seventy-one and ninety-nine percent of the benefit amount. Oh, she can get. She no. can get his benefit. You get a, she gets a percentage of his benefit. I'm reading it right from SSA.gov. You know, here's what I would recommend. I would go to their office. Yeah, but it says seventy-one to ninety-nine percent, depending on your income. That there is a there is a reduction of the amount yep. you get if you're working. Yep. I would just yep. I would just Vicky and I know you said you already talked to them. I would set up an appointment. And I would go to their office and make sure you're clear on all of your options. Absolutely, or call them at 800-772-1213. 800-772-1213 weekdays, seven a.m. to seven p.m. They can tell you that. But uh, yes, you can collect at sixty a widow's benefit, but it's a portion of the husband's full benefit. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And Rhonda, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, a very similar question. My husband passed away recently and he was getting disability benefits. And our 16-year-old son has also um, been eligible because of his dad. I'm wondering if there's... Is it is it no. better to wait until my benefits come into play or just take off of his? Well, again, you would have the same situation. You can get your spouse's benefit as a widow's benefit at age 60. A percentage of it, you said. Yeah, a, a very large percentage, yep. but a percentage thereof, yes. Okay. How, how old are you, Rhonda? 61. 61. So you, you can collect right yeah. now. And I, again, same thing applies. Call Social Security. Find out what you need to do to get the ball rolling. But uh, I am I am getting this information directly from the Social Security's, Social Security's website. So I believe it's probably pretty accurate. We're sorry for your loss and uh, hope your future gets better. And if the, by the way, if the surviving spouse, if in case we, our third question is about a surviving spouse uh, who's disabled, that number goes down to eight, that age goes down to 50. Say that again. So if the, the surviving spouse, the widow or the widower yeah. is disabled also, then the benefit can start at age 50. 
you start earlier, but this, that's a different benefit than the retirement. No, benefit. that's the that's the husband's. That's the oh, widow's it benefit. Files on his. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? We could do weeks of shows on Social Security. It's a little simpler now for couples than it was because the file and suspend and some of those strategies, the spouse filing for all that stuff is cleaned up to some extent. <laughs> Yeah, so, to some anyway, extent. Yeah. But widows and widowers' benefits are a little bit more complicated. But again, call Social Security, or you can also do, there's an awful lot you can do. If you haven't been to the Social Security website, you can accomplish a lot at ssa.gov. It is a very robust website these days. And I will mention again that if you have not gone there and signed in, every person who is employed should have a sign in, a login at ssa.gov. I check mine once a year to make sure that my employer is putting the contributions in there, those scoundrels. Wait, you're your employer. Oh, I know. They did it. Okay, that's good. Number two, I check on what my benefit would be at age 62, at age 66 and nine months, and at age 70. And I update that every year. By the way, it went up like $80 or something last year for the one at 70. I actually go there more often because I forget. You want to know and every day how much you're worth or something? No, I probably go every couple of months. Wow. Just to make sure. I just go look. You want to make sure. I just want to make sure. And alive. they give you this incredibly long code that they you have to put in. They send you a code. In. So it's, yeah, it's, and that makes sense. It's That's really cool. safe. It, it's, it's like it, I eight tell digits you, I, or something. It's long. It's seven digits or eight. Yeah, eight digits. Yeah. I'm, I just got one because I just went and did it. And it is, uh, it's very robust. Is this the right code? Come on. You're doing it eight, now as yeah. we're talking on the I'm air? Doing it, I'm doing it. I just want to try crazy. I would never do that because if you mess up, you can't get in for like years. You're stuck. If you mess up, no, you because we've had people years. say I got locked out of Social Security and they had to call somebody and get an act yeah, of well, Congress gotta, or something. You got to do it. No, you got to do it easy. wrong really a lot. No, I think you, it's just one gotta, time. I did it wrong one time and I still yeah. got in. Okay. All right, I'm just I messed you. up because you you were distracting. Well, me. that's what I said. This is not what we call an ideal time to be doing such things. Just saying. <laughs> you know, watching a soccer game or football while we're doing that's one matter, but filing, you know, we're going to file oh, yeah, for you can, you can actually, You can actually talk to them through their messaging there center 24 hours a day, seven oh. days a week. Look at that. Just like us. You can call us at 855-935-TALK, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Or you can call us when we're live on Saturdays, 3 to 5 Eastern, noon to 2 Pacific, which I guess for most of you is probably now. So call. Tom and Don are talking real money. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information. TalkingRealMoney.com Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. I tell you, I tell you, yeah. one, one yeah. place you can learn more about Social Security, you can learn more about long-term care, you can learn more about how to invest for retirement, and learn more wow. about how to pay yourself in retirement without this is an amazing place. What expensive annuities and the like. This is Retire Me 2020. If I had a trumpet, I'd play it right now because it's, thank you, it's coming up in a mere like six weeks. I've been working on, I've got some new stuff for my presentation. I'm working on that. Thank you. And uh, Retire Me 2020 will be in Bellevue. And this year, for the first time ever, we will have our own orchestra as well as a gazoo band. No, we, we're going to have a morning, we're going to have a morning session. Okay. What did I say? Gazintite? You said gazoo. Okay. Uh, we're going to have, this is different. We're going to have a session in the morning and then the yeah. exact same session in the afternoon. 
So if you didn't pay attention the first time, <laughs> we're gonna you can get, to, <laughs> see how you get tickets do for the, the second. No, because a lot of people said, I don't want to do it in the morning because I don't get up early in the morning. Okay, fine, you come in the afternoon. A lot of people said, I get really tired by afternoon, like me. Because I get up early in the morning. Oh, so like, you know, 2 o'clock in the yeah, afternoon. 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Nap, 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 nap out. time. So go to Retire Meet. And by the way, this is our Flash Focus Flash Sale. Something like that. Flash Focus. Focus. Fla whatever. Okay. It can be whatever you want and it to be. And you go to RetireMeet.com and you buy the ticket this weekend. It's only good through tomorrow evening. Use right. the code flash. flash, shockingly. Right. And you get ridiculously low price tickets they're going to go straight half up monday off. i can tell you right now half off straight up uh, and i just checked my social security you know yeah. if i get it right now <laughs> yeah. right now how much i get 2200 a yeah. month okay but if i wait till fra full retirement i get 2800 a month which is when, how old do you have to be 66 and four i think yeah, you're 66, I'm 66 and, and six six or uh, something yeah like you're that, 66 yeah. and six and and at age 70 yeah how much eight hundred dollars Wow, I'll live large. Leave it at that. I'm not in Seattle. <laughs> not <laughs> no, in Seattle. No, you will not. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number, and Ron's next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Ron, how can we help you? Hello, yes. I uh, <clears throat> got a letter from a life insurance company that I had a policy with since probably 65, 1965 or thereabouts. Wow. And yeah. it said, um, you've reached the end of the term and that you need to uh, make a choice to annuitize or uh, it's a, you know your policy or with it and if you don't reply within a month uh, so I checked to annuitize it they said they turned it over to the state for lost what, what do you call it lost pro unclaimed property it. unclaimed property yeah that's right, right. right. as unclaimed yeah, unclaimed property. I thought it was going to be worse when you said you'd reach the end. I was getting a little worried there, Ron. So I didn't know when the insurance yeah. company writes, this is it. There's your last letter. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. They, anyway, I turn, I'll turn 76 on April. So I was it. <clears throat> but they, they did that. So I did check that box, and they said to send the policy back. But I didn't. I couldn't find it. You can also uh, – I haven't found it, but I haven't looked all over i just put that i was looking for it because apparently they're going to send me some information about annuitizing it as they said mm -hmm. so i did i well, i was totally unexpected i didn't realize that life insurance okay what uh, I, it, my my understanding is a this is a cash value yeah, life insurance be. policy is that right whole life right yeah yeah it's yeah about ten thousand dollars with whole with whole life you have to do what is called a 1035 exchange to convert it into an annuity, from what I understand. Either that or they just pay you back. So, yeah, otherwise they would just give you what the what's the value of the of the policy today? Well, I called them and I asked them that question. I didn't get a lot of information except it was like a, a it was a ten thousand dollar policy. It's worth like thirty five thousand two hundred or something. Okay, well that's its cash value. Okay, so if you annuitize that, I can tell you, you are not going to get much. It's going to be tiny little checks for the rest of your life. Or uh, what you need to do is calculate what those would be, if those would be worth it, which they probably won't. Or you can just take the cash value and put it in investments on your own. 
Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor's a fiduciary at talkingrealmoney.com. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Well, hi there again. Welcome back to Talking Real Money, which, by the way, we believe, based on the numbers we've seen, we are the number one financial talk show in the Seattle area with a bullet. You have good taste, people. You have good taste. Thank you. 855-935-TALK is our number, 855-935-8255. And we talked about this a little bit last hour about where to put your money to make the most money. Yeah. Right? You know, because people yeah. think, well, it's real estate because Seattle real estate the last 10 years has been straight up, right? Well, actually right. the last year and a half hasn't been straight up, but before that it was. And the coasts are always better than the middle of the country. Okay. For real estate. So right. I looked, we looked something up just out of curiosity because you mentioned something that I think is very important differentiation. I did? Residential real estate is completely different than owning a thing called REITs, real estate investment trusts. Commercial real estate. You know, you you said it right, income producing properties, you know, mm-hmm. apartments and mm-hmm. things like that. You know, com- uh, I hate Those saying have malls, been making money saying for malls anymore because other than Bellevue what Square, mall? I don't know there are any. But anyway, uh, things like that that have, provo- and by, we looked up the return. Because we were saying residential real estate going back to 1890s made less than half a percent a year after inflation. If yeah. you owned a REIT investment fund, real estate investment fund, the one that we like, uh, issued by Dimensional Funds, operated by Dimensional Funds, Global REIT, you know what you've made annually going back to 1993? 90, they go back to 93? 93. I was surprised by that, too. Wow. What do you think you've made annualized? Um, man. That is a tough one. I would say 6%. 10. I said 6, too, by the way, before I looked I'm it up. Totally, I was honestly yeah. totally guessing on that. Now, let me just take a peek, though, at... And let me mention one more thing while you're taking a peek. Yeah, because sure. part of the reason to be invested properly all the time is we never know when a premium a return is going to be paid. Just looked at last year. It's fascinating. REITs had a terrific year. I think they made like 20%, but had you not been invested in them in the first half of the year, you made like nothing. The second half, almost nothing. All the return came in the first six months. You got to be properly allocated all of the time because we don't know when those returns are coming. Go ahead. Now, I went and looked at a global REIT index dating back, going back 40 years. Um, And... The average annual return for that, again, a REIT index, globally diversified. So that's 1980. 1980. Yep. 10.5% per year. So, and that's not a reason to put the money there. You should own REITs because they're a diversifier to your portfolio. Yeah. Because they're they're relatively risky. Their their volatility is a little on the high side. But the other thing, though, that. The only thing, the other thing that people think is, as you mentioned earlier, I should have been in XYZ Corp when they were small. I should have been in Amazon when they were little. Could have, should have. Should have bought Lyft before yeah. they were public or whatever it was, you know, Uber or any of these things. Uh, the reality is you didn't get in and you couldn't get in early because there have been laws protecting you, keeping you as small investors from taking the incredible risk 
of failure that exists in most small companies. The vast majority of small companies fail way before they become some sort of giant. It's only a tiny, tiny percentage that ever become the Amazons and the Apples and the Ubers and the Lyfts and the Pelotons. You used to be protected. But there's some good news along that front before we talk to Gary. You could now, us small people, us little people, we can put money in hedge funds. Oh, no, even worse. The SEC just passed a proposal that would eliminate the uh the, the that rule for anybody who's in the investment industry and would allow what what they call knowledgeable employees of a company would allow them to get in without being a qualified investor right. without having more than a million dollars they're just Ridiculous. loosening the rules yep. and allowing people to lose their money in dangerous ventures this is not good for you not good for you yep. don't get into these things 855-935-TALK is our number, 855-935-8255. It's absolutely free. We'll go to Gary after the break. Yeah, we're going to try and save you from doing some of these things. Before, you know, you're going to get pitched up. I guarantee you're going to get pitched up. We talk to people who get pitched all the time on annuities and, and stocks. and Call us before you get in. You don't have to listen to what we say, but isn't it good to have another opinion and it's free? 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Only because money is such an important part of your life, we want to help you with it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And as promised, Gary's up next. Hi, Gary. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello there. Yeah, um, I heard you guys talking about uh, waiting until 70 to collect your Social Security benefits, and that's going to happen to me next year. And my question is, it's probably a stupid one, but uh, I want to make sure I do it um, I wonder what the procedure was. I don't want it to start the day before my birthday and I get screwed out of a couple hundred bucks or whatever else. If I'd, if I'd wait till my actual birthday to have it start. So when you go online to do that, is there a date you select for it to start or do they just. Yep. You know, I, I just know what the procedure was to make sure it happens. Yeah, that's, you're, at, that's exactly what it is. Uh, you, you tell them when you want it to start. Now, yep. bear in mind, Social Security payments happen the month after. Yep. You're eligible to collect. So what you would do is you would either call them, meet with them, go online, let them know that you want to start collecting benefits. There's a bunch of paper. There's some things you have to sign online. It's relatively simple. And you tell them, I want my benefits to start X. You, in other words, you can do all this through the Internet. Right. Uh, you I don't have to go there. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of a yeah. newfangled thing for Don and I. It's kind of cool. No, for me, for no. me, it's an old-fangled thing. For you, Just it's a newfangled thing. Yeah, it's kind of, kind yeah, of fun. Yeah, so. yeah. You remember, uh, yeah. I, I've, been, okay. I've been like editing audio digitally since 85. Oh, my goodness. I was slightly ahead of my time. Yeah. So, no, that, and congratulations. Well, you made that. it. Thank yeah. you. We'll, you we'll made it. You made it to free money. Let's just keep hoping I'll make it. Okay. Okay. Hang in. Thanks, Gary. All right. Well, but, thanks for the call, Gary. By the way, that points out a good uh, – the the benefit does increase monthly. So it's not just up an until annual s- 
increased. Yeah, it increases monthly, after, right? Up no, until you 70. You have to take it, it at 70. Stops. Yeah, no, but the Correct. point was. So if he started yeah, it at eh, 69 in 11 months, make a little difference, it's but it's a yeah, couple of bucks difference. Yeah. But yeah, but it yeah, does change true. every month. So a lot of yeah. Social Security questions today. We've never uh, had this many Well, no, that's not true. We had Andy, and I'm trying to remember his last name now. Andy Landis? Andy Landis. When we had him, I had him on the show once, and there were a lot of the That's questions. That's right. But I mean, without without having a social yeah, security expert it's, on. It's just, there's so many. Oh, weaves. life's confusing. Oh, we got another call. Should we go to him? It's up to you. Yes, You're let's a do co-host. It. Oh, wow. This is more power than I'm accustomed to. More control than I've known in decades. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's mm-hmm. go back. <laughs> we'll just ask around the office. Hey, guys, does it feel like Tom has no power? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Mike, thank you for joining us. How can we help you? You bet. I've been a faithful asset allocator. I'm about 50-50 stocks and bonds, and I adjust this every quarter. And I just made my adjustment for the first of the year, and it made me a little nervous with the all the hype about bonds going to zero return and that sort of thing because obviously after this quarter i had to move a bunch out of stocks into bonds yep. to bring the allocation back into line so, so you're worried about bonds uh, yeah okay but let's let's give you a little perspective first of all if you go back to the worst year we can do this. You go back to the, I think the worst year for bonds in the work that we look at going back to 1970, I think it was like 93, 94. And the bond funds that we recommend lost, I think it was like five or 6%. Okay. The mm-hmm. worst year, worst 12 month experience for stocks is a loss of 50%. 50. So always keep yeah. that in perspective when you start thinking about that. Number two, and you then you can take number three. Number two, the reason you hold bonds is... Not the income. Yeah, thank you. Go ahead, Don. Not the income. Well, actually, there's a three and there's a four. Number three, if you own bonds, as we suggest, in a mutual fund or using a ladder, then as if, well, when rates go up, and they will at some point, I don't know when, when they do, you're going to be buying new bonds at the new higher interest rates. So while some of your bonds are losing value, you'll be increasing your income through new additions to the portfolio. And number four, just because something feels a certain way doesn't mean it's going to happen. Smarter people than all of us, you and Tom and me, wait a minute, have been saying for years, years, that interest rates are poised to soar any minute now. They've been saying that since 2009, and they've been consistently wrong. So you just don't know. You have that's this is why discipline is yeah, critical I agree. to investing. Yeah. You cannot let your feelings get the best of you. You cannot allow what you think might happen or what others believe will happen or your guessing will happen sway your discipline bonds should be there for portfolio stability bonds should also be there for they could be to create income for you not income producing but they could be the, you could take it from that part of the portfolio should stocks go down dramatically thank you for the call mike let's go back to the phones quickly al joins us here on talking real money hi al 
Hi there. I have a question for you. I'm uh, about to retire uh, from public employment, the Washington State Department of Retirement Systems Pension Program. And I have to elect uh, whether to take the full benefit or there are three options for a beneficiary at uh, 50% of my pension, two thirds or 100%. How much, how much do you love your wife? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. A lot. Okay. All right. All right. I suspect there's not a good answer for this because it's dependent upon, um, you know, how long she lives, how long I live. But in general, is it better to take the full amount, uh, take a reduced amount? Do you have any guidance for me? Here's my guidance. I don't know anything about your personal situation, so this is going to be purely emotional. What I have seen, what I have seen, even in my own family, is... For most surviving spouses, even if you left them other assets, the idea that they have a regular source of income from your pension makes them feel good. They're comfortable. They're secure. That's the best. I mean, I don't know what else you would tell them, Don, but. Well, I'll tell you what else I would tell you is that there this is one of those calls. And there are lots of these in life where you really don't know and have no way of knowing what the right answer is. Until. It's no, too late. you can't know the it only, in it's advance. Like, it's like it's like withdrawal rate from your portfolio. The only one you'll actually ever know will be in the rearview mirror. You will not be able to see yeah. it. That's the so one. what so. you have to do is decide what's best for you and your family. Yeah, and I think I that's what Tom was getting at. So you need to sit down with your wife and say, what would what would make you feel best? What would you like to see us do? And I think it has to be an emotional rather than an intellectual exercise. Because to be for it to be an intellectual exercise requires knowing something something that is utterly unknowable and that's the future i hope that helps al thanks for your help with the uh, department of was it retirement systems i don't know that's yeah. what he said that's what he said so yeah okay congratulations on your retirement <laughs> from hey, the department okay. of retirement systems retirement that's services that's, yeah systems good. all right systems yeah. i got it wrong all right before we go thanks chance to sign what? up for retire meet right now because we're gonna we're about a quarter sold on this already yeah, it it's will really sell selling out in fast. the next few weeks, guaranteed. Oh, I want to add out. one more thing. This is an important yes. message. We talk a lot about all of these experts out there, and there are a lot of people out there who will tell you they know things about the market. They know things about rates. We're going to tell you the truth. There is only one thing that Tom and I know for sure, and that is we cannot know the future, period, nor can you. And uh, go to retiremeet.com and get those tickets. Use the code FLASH. I'll tell you more more about that in a minute. Tom and Don are talking real money. Would you like to talk to a real investment advisor for free? Set up an appointment at talkingrealmoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Here's the deal. We've got early bird pricing on our tickets for Retire Meet coming up in February. This is Retire Meet 2020. It's the sixth edition of Retire Meet. However, this weekend only, you can get 50% off that price if you use the promo code FLASH when you go to retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, talking real money is not 
Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingMoreOnMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.